Hello, my name is Maya, and I will be the first to admit I'm one of the bad gamers. I'm one of the icky, gross. What does that mean? I play the bad games. <laughs> I play the games everyone, when you tell them, you play them, go, mm. <laughs> Red flag. Yeah. Red flag gamer. Uh, just for one game in particular, but you know. I think I know what game that fine. is. It's fine. Um, hi, my name is Cindy, and I would consider myself a certifiable cozy gamer. You are very but like I've never seen you nope. not play something that's cozy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cause even the Legend of Zelda seemed a little far out of your realm. Yeah. When you first started playing it, I was like, oh. And I got it for Christmas. Right. So you didn't even buy it I for just yourself. Buy it for myself. Like, everything else you've bought for yourself has specifically been for like cozy games. Yeah. And, like I just want to walk while playing video <laughs> games and stuff like that. Even then, the when I played the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, I um I made it cozy. I like I I owned so many horses. Good for you. <laughs> so many horses. Do you own a house? Did you? I did. I house? did the whole house thing. Um. Yeah. I did. I did all the the cozy things. I think I explored like pretty much ev- everything. I was just like the main quest. No, no, we're going on a hike today. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. So I, I'm not one to be like. How fast can I beat the boss battle and whatever? You know what I mean? Like I, I think I have like seventy or eighty hours on that game. Oh fuck you. Yeah. Um, which is nowhere near my most played game. Which that's Animal Crossing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. How many hours? Eight hundred. Okay. Yeah. That's how many hours I have in the game that we're talking about today. Okay. I've been playing that game since twenty sixteen. Okay. Um, but the thing is, is like. I'll go through spats with it where mm-hmm. like I'll get pretty into it and then I'll fall out of it. But I usually only play it on the weekends so I can mm-hmm. play with friends and like that kind of thing. It's not like yeah cozy thing where I sit down and I kind of grind it out. I'm talking about fucking Overwatch, which is <laughs> I, I'm oh, so dis- I thought you were gonna bring up World of Warcraft today. No, not World of Warcraft. Although I should probably talk about. <laughs> I feel like that's not anything we've delved into. Mm-hmm. World of Warcraft is relatively new for mm-hmm. me, and it's not one of those things that like. At least with people that I've talked to, it's not like, oh, you play World of Warcraft. Okay. And anytime someone says they play World of Warcraft or you see a sticker on someone's mm-hmm. car, it's like an elder millennial or older. Got it. Like, this is this game started early 2000s. Mm-hmm. It's an R- online RPG, MMORPG, and it's just like, it's very much an old person. Like, it's very polygonal when you look right. at it. And it's like, the textures are very old. Mm-hmm. It's high fantasy, like high fantasy. Yeah. So no, because we were just talking about it before we started recording. So I was like, "Oh, we're talking yeah. about," it. but that makes sense because I feel like every time you bring up Overwatch on the podcast and not because I need everyone to know that Maya is the same exact person on this show and off the show. Mm-hmm. You're like, because I was playing Overwatch because I'm the worst person who's ever existed. Because yeah. <laughs> it is like it's turned into one of those things where like when it first came out in 2016, I didn't own it. My friend um, actually bought it for me, and then we would play on the weekends during high school. Mm-hmm um and that was like how how we talked a lot and so i just got into the habit of playing it every weekend like that was a thing for me to do and so even when she stopped playing it i continued to Mm -hmm. play it pretty heavily and then college and then covid happened and then overwatch 2 happened Mm -hmm. and when overwatch 2 happened like officially which was a year and a half ago that's when when people were like, oh, you're fucking disgusting. You're on the same level as League of Legends players. Which I did play League of Legends my freshman year of college and then I stopped after Got six it. months because I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is way too toxic. I don't fully understand the mechanics of the game. I'm not good at it. Right. I fucking hate playing this sure. game. Whereas like Overwatch, granted, a lot of people hate it. 
I still find myself enjoying mm-hmm. playing it from time to time. I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say I'm the best, but I'm pretty good at, at it to the point where, like, I, I find myself enjoying it, which mm-hmm. is different from League. But it's still one of those things where, like, I don't tell people that I play Overwatch because I know what kind of reaction <laughs> I will get out of, like... Uh, a gamer per se at least you're self-aware thank you it's not as bad as valorant <laughs> i have never touched valorant okay. i i downloaded it on what's my the difference is there any difference between overwatch yeah, and valorant kind of so i again i've never played valorant and i have a couple friends who do play it valorant is like a 4v4 shooter but it's like at the beginning of the round you have to buy guns depending on like how many people you killed ra- last round okay. you get more income so you can buy better weapons or like shit like that. And then it is just like once someone goes down they're down for the mm-hmm. the rest of the round and it's so last man standing or Got there's it. another mechanic that put adds pressure to it. As far as I'm aware, I could be wrong. Um but based off what I've seen whereas Overwatch is a 5v5 competitive shooter where uh competitive fps first person shooter Mm -hmm. and it's like every map is a little different but it's usually like capturing objectives or defending so the other team doesn't capture the Mm -hmm. objective for a a certain amount of time so they're similar but not exactly the same and then blizzard riot two different companies Mm -hmm. that kind of thing all I know is that a lot of e-couples play on Valorant. <laughs> oh, interesting. Like a, like a lot of e-couples play on Valorant. So it's like, Meh. And it's also run by Riot, who owns League of Legends. And they're known to have right. not the best reputation yeah. for their community. Mm. We'll say that Okay. Much. Um, again, this is coming from me. I did play League of Legends. I, I did like Le- League of Legends. Mm-hmm. I do like those kind of games, the MOBAs. Like, Dota 2 is like that. Blizzard has their own version of it, but it's really dumbed down and not as complex as League of Legends. The thing about League of Legends, I like the lore. I like the champions. The map is the same every every Mm -hmm. game. They don't have a different map. It's the same map every game. Mm Mm-hmm. They every year they change out their artifacts and a bunch of stuff. Now I'm just spouting information at you that is like kind of like eh. Overwatch is one of those games that I just got into a habit of playing and I have continued to play since 2016. So mm-hmm. I have over 800 hours on it now, and I like I've dedicated myself to this game. Mm-hmm. So I figured when I was playing with Overwatch uh, on Overwatch this past winter break with some friends, we were like, oh, who's the most fuckable? Or, like, who would you fuck from the Overwatch roster? And I'm going to explain. No, I know. For my brain, was Overwatch, is it Overwatch or Valorant in uh, TikTok of, like, 2019, 2020 that was, like, I want to be Tracer. I'll be Tracer. I'm already Tracer. What about Widowmaker? I'm already Widowmaker. I'll be Bastion. Nerf Bastion. You're right, so Winston. I wanna be Winston. I guess I'll be Genji. I'm already Genji. Then I'll be McCree. I already chose McCree. That's Overwatch. Wanna, that's Overwatch. Okay. That's Overwatch. All right. Um, I know a, a few of the characters okay. then based on that song alone. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that's that's the mm-hmm. tracks. Overwatch, like, the story is still kind of vague, but not really. There's this team, and they were called Overwatch, Mm -hmm. and they were international, and it was, like, the strike team that was sent out to, like, help solve world problems, Mm -hmm. essentially. And that's going to be the setting for what this is today, back in the early days of Overwatch, where, like, there's an actual structure, they get sent out on missions, it's kind of like the Avengers, in a sense, where, like, there's a base, got it, and we run it off of Mm -hmm. that logic. And then in the lore, Overwatch breaks up, the world goes to ruin, and now people are trying to restart Overwatch. So you have 
your old Overwatch heroes, you have your new Overwatch okay. heroes, you have kind of vigilante one-offs, uh-huh. and then you have the enemy team, which is called, or the enemies, which are called, like, Talon. They're okay. the forces of Talon. So all the characters are a little different, but one of the most consistent people to pop up on that list, and his name has changed, this character's name has changed, because mm-hmm. um, a lot of things happened at Blizzard. <laughs> um, the original character name used to be Jesse McCree. That was the cowboy. He's the cowboy. Yes. Voiced by Matt Mercer. God yes. bless his soul. Um, <laughs> he's not dead, but. He's not dead, <laughs> but it's just unfortunate that he works for Blizzard still. So. Um, and then it is now Cole Cassidy, which is still very cowboy. Interesting. Because uh, I, I remember the first name. Yeah, because they named him after a developer at Blizzard. Oh. And then that person came out to be a oh. sex uh, sexual harassment yeah, he was not a good person. Yeah, so they very quickly changed the name of Jesse McCree to Cole Cassidy. I I would remember that only because that's a name that would keep popping up whenever I would look for fan fiction. Yeah. Um, like if I looked up like insomnia fan fiction or like coffee shop, there would always be one either like him with a, a YN type character or mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly who, but yeah, shipped with someone. He's often shipped with, his name is Hanzo. He's like the Japanese, he uses a bow arrow in the game and lots of people like, because in the game when you're like sitting in the lobby waiting for the game to start, they'll have like character mm-hmm. interactions based off who's chosen which hero. They would have like weird interactions where like <laughs> it was obviously queer baiting. Yeah. They, they would, it's Blizzard. They're not... <laughs> Sorry, nothing so goes past like, them. Okay, that's you know that's ooh, yeah ooh, they could be to each other, but like he's very popular and right. one of the staples of the game where people are like, yeah, fuckable. <laughs> that cowboy man. It's a cowboy, like very much golden retriever type yeah. energy. So I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'll read. Slay. I'll read a fan fiction about the little cowboy today. The little cowboy. Uh, it's fine. So this fan fiction is called Pen Pusher. Ooh. It's by. But what if Imagines? Remember when Imagines were a thing? Yeah, That's I do crazy. remember. <laughs> those Those were, did they, I feel, I don't know if they started, but they were everywhere on Tumblr, where yeah. it would just be like, people would submit, like, imagine Jesse McCur or like, what's his name? Just, uh, Cole Cassidy. Cole Cassidy. Imagine Cole Cassidy waking you up from a nightmare and soothing you back to bed, and then the fanfiction author would write. But sometimes it wasn't even that. It would just be the prompt and like a gif. To, that's true too. Like, that's what imagine or like those for, um, for a long time. Uh, those like uh, just girly things. Photo edits <laughs> would be like a blurry kind of photo of the person in the background, and then the text over top of it. Oh, one hundred. Yeah, I do remember so, that. Like, I remember the evolution of imagines has been wild, mm-hmm. which is a whole other conversation topic. Um, now they're just more like one shots. Yeah, and people are just like, oh, can you write this instead mm-hmm. of being like, can you imagine if this would happen? I feel like imagines exist in a different way where. They're in like a almost a list, so it's not just like one. You would yeah. just see one. It's like this person as a boyfriend, and it's just a bunch of things of just like these would be imagines yeah. back in twenty fifteen. But they don't call them that anymore. No, they don't. Which is like weird. I know. Anyways, I saw the name and I was like, <laughs> "Whoa, imagines!" Like I haven't even thought about that in a while. A Vietnam War flashback kind to of. your Tumblr days. Yeah, that was, that was rough. Um, weirdly enough, this was published on September fifth of twenty eighteen, which is my birthday. <laughs> that's great. Happy birthday, Maya! I know. I was like, that's fucking weird. Um, it is nearly four thousand words. It is a one shot and it is Cole Cassie slash reader. It is just fluff. Like it's not We love it's not anything crazy. We love So again the setting is and you'll you'll catch along. So you work as a member of the administrative team for Overwatch 
and things are largely unglamorous okay that's why it's called pin pusher yeah that's what you do um until one day you hear the certain southern drawl that catches your attention Mm -hmm. and i'm not gonna be doing any sort of damn (laughs) i mean i can't do you want me to talk in a southern accent i don't think entire time i don't even think i could talk in like a true deep southern accent i don't think i could maybe a little southern bell but like that's about it i I can certainly try but i can't like i don't think that's bad no it's not it's not bad, but it's not great either because it's like <laughs> you just kind of went into like an English accent for a second. I can't do this. <laughs> the thing is, during my last D and D game uh-huh. that I ran, like I ran the D and D session, I was trying to do a Southern accent, and then after the session, the people were like, "So, were you trying to go for like an English?" And I was like, "I'm gonna kill myself." It's so funny, <laughs> and it happened again right now, and I was like, "I can't do this." I. Th- I understand, though, because I feel like whenever I try to do other accents, it just slips right back into it, an like, English accent. I, I know. It's so hard. Because I feel like learning the British accent was my first. Because, like, I learned it. it. As a kid, you're like, haha, funny. I'm going to talk in a British I'm, accent. I'm going to talk in a British accent. Plus, I watched a lot of BBC Sherlock, yeah, a couple seasons of Doctor Who. And then right. after just watching weeks and weeks and weeks of, like, that specific television it just kind of gets ingrained in your brain a little no, bit 100 and then you do it as like a bit everyone's more like you said like some more like, and it's like not me not, not hermione you yeah <laughs> we're just again it's like so heavy it comes ingrained. out as a joke every once in a and while like, i think i could do a southern accent if i really put my mind to it but the thing is there are certain words that will catch me and then it flips over no, and I, I can't catch it in time. I know exactly what you mean. So, yeah, that's why I won't be doing that this episode. No, people who, like, are really good at accents, I think it's crazy. Like... Yeah, but they also understand how the mouth yes. works. Because, like, I was listening, I was watching the the Margot Robbie and... The Actors on Actors? Yeah, the yes. Actors on Actors with Margot Robbie and... What's his name? Killian Murphy. Yes, thank you. Yeah. I was like, I can't think of Because she's name. Australian. He's Irish. Right. But she was talking about there's even centimeter differences mm-hmm. in between soft and hard palates, which I had no idea. No. That like that happens yeah. during your growth. Yes. I just knew that like growing up, once you learn a language and mm-hmm. like a dialect, like you're kind of, yes. once you hit the age of six, like that's it. Your yes. mouth would develop anymore. So. I even heard there was like a something... This could be fake, but like I came across it on the internet one time that was like, depending on what language you speak, the tongue rests in a different spot in your mouth. Yeah. But even then, like, since I've been in music school where like we talk about our bodily mm-hmm. positions a lot, I learned that having your tongue on the roof of your mouth is not a normal thing to do. And in fact, you should be resting it towards the bottom of your mouth just as like a normal. And that's what mewing is essentially. And I was like, oh, so I freak out about that a lot. Now you're freaking out about it. Because, like, my tongue presses into the top of my mouth. Like, the tip of my tongue presses into my, what is that, my hard palate. And so, like, that's why I'm not ever truly flexible or, like, relaxed is because, like, my tongue is tense. So then I have to relax it and, like, force it to the bottom of my mouth. So that's not a normal thing? Correct. That is not a normal thing. It is, like, a learned behavior, though. So, like, if you're comfortable with it, you should okay. be fine with it. But, like, just for musicians' sake. Oh. And, like, having the viola, like, on my right. body and stuff. They're, like, your tongue should be totally relaxed. Like, at the bottom of your hmm. mouth. I'm, like, oh. I've never played like that ever. So. Whoops. <laughs> Interesting. Hmm. Little factoid. Anyways. <laughs> so, this is set in the days where, like, Overwatch 
has different strike teams, mm-hmm. different kind of mission settings. They are all on like like this one campus together. I should note that at this time, Cassidy is a part of a team called Blackwatch, and they're like the secret co-ops team. Like you never really know what's going on right. with them. He can't talk about it. He's and, the like, CIA. <laughs> Kind of, kind of a little bit, but they're like the dark and mysterious group Mm. of the team. So things are largely unglamorous until someone's southern draw catches your attention Mm. uh, and Agent Cassidy strides up to your desk with a sweet smile on his face and he says hello, calling you by a nickname, Sweet Pea. The age of the nickname went crazy for a period of time. Huh? The age of the nickname. Do you remember like the Yagami Yato age of like... Oh. Every single character had a different nickname yeah, for the wild character. Yeah, but I also characters. feel like it's just like a southern thing to like Sweet call pee? call people nicknames. Uh, I guess yeah. Like sugar. Yeah. Like and this is my I've only been in the south like two times in uh-huh. my life and that was in Atlanta, Georgia and Orlando, Florida. But when in both of those times I had been those are the only times in my life I'd been called sugar. I feel and it like- was like by entering a store and they're like, "How you doing, sugar?" and I was like, "Huh?" I guess what the fuck? sugar is a much more common one. I was thinking sweet pea because it's like, that's kind of uncommon. I don't think I've ever heard anyone be called like sweet I've, pea. I've definitely, okay. I also used to work at like sort of a tourist trap. They would have actual cowboys do like the, the shootouts. Okay. The, the fucking play ones. And so they would, they would always call me nicknames like that. So as he strolls up and he says hi to you, you immediately assume that he's here to see your bosses and you start to explain that they're not in the office and that's when he cuts you short and he explains he's actually here to see you. Aww, oh, how cute. Um, and he, and he did, you do exactly what you just <laughs> did, which was like, huh? Whoa, oh. And like, your face is a little stunned and he laughs, um, setting down a coffee in front of you, which is made exactly how you like it. Hmm, interesting. It felt weird to be given the coffee as you're normally the giver of coffee sure um but you can't deny it seeing such a sweet smile on his face and you're like okay well thank you and as you slide the coffee over to your side of the desk he sets down a white box filled with sweets and he explains that he got an assortment of treats from a bakery off campus and wanted to share with the office more specifically you but you add- good excuse <laughs> oh a great excuse i'm sure your coworkers don't mind at all no. um so you invite him to sit down for a chat so you can take a little break and the conversation is great and cole is a real sweetheart mm-hmm. um but it's only when you start to take the first sip of your coffee do you like does the conversation come to a halt um you would have been expecting the shitty cafeteria coffee like nothing oh. great just a normal cup of coffee but this was like primo stuff this yeah. was like the good stuff and he explains that commander reyes who's a different character mm-hmm. in the game um, has a little stash of really nice coffee in his office, and he's just so happened to be stopping by when Commander Reyes wasn't in his office, so he thought he might help himself to a little bit of it, and he was sure that you wouldn't mind having the good stuff, as long as neither of you tell him. <laughs> what a series of coincidences that That's have led us so to this exact crazy. moment! And so, of course, you put your finger mm. to your lip and go, yeah, I won't tell uh-huh. of course not, of course not. And that's kind of like your first, of course, you'd seen him around campus and things Mm. and stuff like that and always talk to him in passing. But it was nice to have like a real conversation with him. Um, So a week or so later passes and you're returning from a vacation. It was only a couple days, but the post-trip depression is hitting hard. Mm -hmm. You don't like sitting in your office. Mm -hmm. You miss the beach. You miss the sunlight. And 
as you get to your desk, some of your coworkers start to tease you about a little white box with a ribbon around oh, it shut sitting up. on your desk. <laughs> oh, no, it's not going to be what you think it is. They, they joke with you about your quote-unquote dream boat stopping by when you started to leave and they told him he looked so sad when they told him you weren't going to be there for a couple days so he left this little gift for you while you were away uh-huh. and your co-workers assured you that they told him you weren't going to be back for a couple more days mm-hmm. so you had time to get used to working in an office again so you wouldn't okay. look so depressed around him and you're thankful for that of course mm-hmm. you want to <clears throat> look your best around him yeah. although you would like him to visit you it would be kind of nice to talk mm-hmm. to him and your post-trip depression mm-hmm. but your attention turns back to this white box uh-huh. and you're like all right curiosity yeah i'm too curious about this let's see what's in it um, and you peek it open and it's chocolates. You're like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. And the chocolates look awfully familiar. And you're like, hmm, interesting. Hmm. So you just had to read the note that comes along with it. And it reads, he's going to use the nickname again. So trigger warning. <laughs> <laughs> for you. It's, this is for you, Cindy. Um, it says, hey, sweet Pete, I was doing some work in France last week. And I remember you mentioned this place one of the last times we talked. Your friend told me you were on vacation. So hopefully there's a, these are a nice surprise to come back to. We love a man who mm-hmm. remembers your conversations, which is so cool because a lot of men don't do that. That is true. A man who remembers. A man who remembers. Also, I, he got shipped out to a different country. And I was know. Like, we talked about this one. <laughs> I was also going to say, in an office setting, first of all, would be eating this up. Of course, the coworkers are eating oh, this up. Oh, what do I do? But of also, course. if there was something delivered and it wasn't like, if I could put it back in its exact order, I would be reading that note. I would be with my coworkers and I'd be like, it's, it's not like, Careful SpongeBob, careful SpongeBob, careful SpongeBob, careful SpongeBob. <laughs> like trying to make sure it's like, what does the note say? Because oh, it's like, 100%. this is the most exciting thing that's happened in weeks. It, in months. <laughs> in months. It's this been is the most so exciting long. thing that's happened. No, if I were in that office, I'd be eating it up too. Yeah. I'd be like, Ooh. I'd be like, I'm watching my own personal rom-com right in front of me. 100%. Absolutely. Um, and then I'm telling everyone. Everyone in the office knows. <laughs> the boss, the assistant. <laughs> the CEO. The guy who works out in the boiler room. Everyone. I'm the intern. To, yeah, we're telling everyone. The intern doesn't this. even know who these people are. No. We're still telling them. Doesn't matter. Um, so after a few days, um, his visits become a normal part of your mm-hmm. schedule. He checks in once or twice a day. You guys have a nice conversation. He drops up coffee and sweets. And you find yourself really liking it. Your coworkers, of course continue to tease you relentlessly about it but they can't deny that the treats are nice to have around Mm -hmm. and it gets to a point where you can't deny that yeah he's mainly coming just to see you he's not just coming to drop off treats he's coming to see you what is it it's like a like once is a coincidence twice has a purpose i know the saying i don't know the words to it i've definitely heard of that yeah but yeah at this point in time like you can't you Mm -hmm. can't you can't deny that you kind of like it a little bit and just as you're getting used to seeing him around, he stopped showing up <gasps> for your, a couple of days at a time. Tragic. <laughs> That's so, like when someone like sends you a bunch of like good morning texts like for weeks in a row and then just one morning you don't get it and you're like killing myself. <laughs> what did I do wrong? <laughs> yeah. So it gets to be a couple days without it. And you're like, I was just a passing fancy. I was nothing more than a That's distraction. That's an expensive passing fancy. I know. And you're like, okay, you just got bored with me. It's fine. I'll just move on, I guess. Um, and of course, right as you let that all settle in, you hear the sweet southern drawl once mm-hmm. again. And he asks if you missed him. Mm-hmm. And you have to hold back your like excitement and be like, um, no, maybe. 
I don't. You were gone. I did notice. Interesting. Hmm. Um, crazy. And just as usual, he's brought you a coffee and a box of goodies. Um, but there's something else with him this time. Another wrapped goodie. Mm. It's a little larger. And he apologizes for being MII for the past couple of days. He got set out on a mission. Mm-hmm. He couldn't tell anyone. He still can't tell you what it's about. Sorry, company rules. Damn. But he did decide to pick you something up while he was out. And so he passes over mm-hmm. this wrapped gift for you. And the excitement on his face is visible as you start to tear open the package. And he has like this boyish charm with you like... <laughs> will she like it Mm -hmm. i hope she really likes it um and you your excitement becomes visible as well when you realize it's a pashmina oh uh yeah and he talks about well i was out and this lady in one of the markets Mm. was talking about how good they are for temperature and like you can wear it when you're cold or when it's hot and you always talk about how you're cold in the office so i thought it'd be nice to get Mm -hmm. you something to warm yourself up and you're like cassidy this is a really sweet gift. Thank you. So this is a proposal. <laughs> so this is so you've got down on one knee. You've charmed me. You've charmed me. <laughs> um, and he's like, "Well, I'm glad you really like it. You know, I I just thought I'd drop this off. I'll I'll leave you to it. I don't want to take up too much of your time." And you scoot your chair over next to him very quickly. And you're like, "No, I don't. I miss your company. I don't. I don't. I think it'd be nice if we could talk." Mm-hmm. And he sits back down. And so you guys enjoy a little break together mm-hmm. and have coffee and stuff again. So, a couple more weeks pass. Visits are normal. Everything is good. But now quarterly budget reports are due. Fuck. <laughs> we just did our annual review and that oh, shit. Yikes. I don't work in an office. Sucks it sucks a piece of your soul out of you. It sounds awful. It's terrible. But the thing is, two of your coworkers are out sick. Mm. Your boss is out on vacation. It's all on you to get this all done in a matter of time. That was... That was a personal offense on the boss leaving for vacation. Oh, 100%. 100%. That was was planned ahead of time. (laughs) That's a personal front. I would take that personally for the rest of the time working there. Real. So you're you're there way past Uh when you normally would be. And you're so invested in the paperwork that you almost miss Cassidy calling out to you this time. Except he's calling you sweetheart now. Okay. It's gone from sweet pea to sweetheart, which I think you'll enjoy better than sweet pea. And he caught a glimpse of you earlier, so he decided to grab coffee and treats. Mm-hmm. So he hands over your belongings, and he's at, he asks how long you've been at it mm-hmm. tonight. And you explain that this is your second night in a row not going home and just sleeping in the office and waking up and working on these budget reports again. And he is like, hey, you kind of need to take care of yourself. It'll be okay. <laughs> I'm sure they'll understand if you don't get them done. You're like, no. They, they need to get done. Like, it's the budget reports. It's not something that I can just not do. Mm-hmm. And the other two coworkers are out sick, which is very unfortunate. And the boss, when, you know. One thing I have of- learned from being in an office, it can't wait. It can't wait. No one's going to die because they don't get the budget reports. Yeah. But in this moment, <laughs> in this point in time. No, I know. Well, it's just like. When you're in it, it's hard not so to So many see people out. have that mentality of right. like, it is. Real. Especially in any office job. No. Really. No. I'm sorry. I sit and I watch d20 <laughs> a majority of my day yeah. when I'm at my office so. i read fan fiction for this podcast nothing matters that much as You're- long as like timely stuff it's like you can wait a day for a budget report it's okay i'm there's- i'm clocking out at five <laughs> i'm clocking out at 450 actually you're real as fuck for that <laughs> you're real as fuck for that um so seeing your stress and seeing mm-hmm. everything that goes on cole is like okay how about, do you have, like, an extra laptop or a tablet? I will help you. And you're like, no, I can't. You don't even know what you're doing. And he's yeah. like, no, when I first came on as a recruit, 
I did all the all the pen pushing stuff for the office because I was new. Uh, and it's the name of the fan fiction. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> so yeah, he's like, no, like I can totally, I can, I got that. like, let me help. Like mm. I want nothing more than to help. And you're like, no, I couldn't possibly. <laughs> Rich and reliable. I couldn't possibly impose. And he's like, I wouldn't offer if mm-hmm. I didn't want to. You're here late. I want to help you. And so finally, you give him. You're like, okay, here you go, fucking whatever. <laughs> you're not like that but you're mm-hmm. like thank you so much. but it, it's still like you're very tired and yeah. so uh, a couple hours pass and you guys are just working in complete silence and just kind of grinding this budget report out and finally uh, your first massive yawn hits you and you're like he looks at you and he's like is it time to like take a nap maybe go sit mm-hmm. on the sofa kind of chill out and you're like no i'm fine i'm gonna i'm gonna go take i'm gonna get up i'm gonna stretch i'm gonna walk around it'll be we'll pound a red bull and then we'll get back to it (laughs) so you stand up and you you kind of like shuffle a little bit you're not really walking you're kind of like leaning and swaying Uh and so he comes up behind you and very like gently puts a hand on your shoulder and is like is this okay can i like touch you are you okay with this and you nod and so he with both hands on both of your shoulders leads you into the lounge area and sets you down on mm-hmm. a couch and he slowly starts to like massage little circles into your back and another massive yawn hits you and he's like okay maybe you should take a nap maybe it's time to take a nap maybe it's time to go home maybe it's time <laughs> to get a little shut eye mm-hmm. because this can wait yep and right see as you keep yawning you're like okay I think I can do that. Thank you. And so he comes over to the other side of the couch, still with his laptop, and you doze off and you start to continuously doze off and then you pass out. You wake up God knows how many hours later. It really doesn't matter. No Uh one else is going to be in the office. They're all out anyways. It doesn't fucking matter. (laughs) Fuck all you people. They're missing the drama. (laughs) Imagine walking in and seeing both of your coworkers lying on the couch couch. together. Pictures. Of 100%. <laughs> Pictures. I'm sending it in all the group chats. I'm sending it yes. in an all staff email. You wake up and you are passed out on his chest on this mm-hmm. couch. And the most unfortunate part about this, you drooled on him. You oh. drooled all over him because of how good you were fucking <laughs> sleeping. So when you wake up, he's already kind of awake, but he's just he's just tentatively, you know, just sitting mm-hmm. there being quiet and kind of staring at the ceiling. You get up and you're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry yeah. about your shirt. I'll buy you a new one. You don't have to do it. And he just laughs it off. And he's like, no, 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 no. You don't need it. I'm just glad you got sleep. That's kind of all that matters. Um, and then he asks if you're feeling better. And he also asks if he was a good pillow. <laughs> just as a funny haha. And your reply to that is to kiss him on the cheek and go, yeah, you actually were. Okay. We're making and moves. I know. And you kind of like try and get up to scurry The coworkers away. are missing so much. They're missing so They're missing much. so much. Imagine going back and be like, I have to watch the cameras to see I what know. happens. <laughs> Go to the tech guy and you're like, quick, there, we have there, to figure out to be there. Like, where's the timestamp on stop, that? Stop, stop. Enhance. <laughs> the enhance. <laughs> zoom in, zoom in, zoom in. So as you you kiss him on the cheek and you're like, yeah, you were, you try and get up and he catches your hand and he places a kiss to your palm and he's like, I don't know if this is stepping out of the boundary zone or if maybe I'm reading things wrong, but can I take you out on a date? And... What is a girl going to say? What is a girl going to say? Of course you say yes. Of course. Uh-huh. And that's how the book ends. Uh, 
It's very short and sweet. Yeah. Like it's it definitely reminded me of like the Avenger Avengers I love days. Those. And and I was like, I'm eating this up. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is like prime. Something I've had I've had like moments in the past couple months where I just keep thinking about like those like peak Avengers Tower fan fictions where it was like Every other week, I'll just think about those Avengers Tower fan fictions in, like, 2016. No, this definitely was it. So now yeah. I'm definitely on the hunt for more Overwatch. Mm-hmm. It's never... Weirdly enough, in my eight years of playing this game, never thought to read fan fiction for Okay. It. Just because I, I was never, like, strongly attracted to, to any, any of the characters. Them. But, like, after reading this, I was like, now that I'm seeing what is out there, mm-hmm. I'm like... No, there's a lot, too. Because, again... Every single time I'd be looking for a fan fiction of like a specific AU or a specific right. trope, always at least one, if not two, Overwatch fan fictions would pop up, right. and they would be high up on the list. They would be fairly no, popular. I don't doubt, like sh- the ship, the shipping in that game go crazy. Like, I believe that it, it goes fucking crazy. Yeah, back in the pro- like when Overwatch was at its peak, it was rampant. I remember seeing it like everywhere. Uh huh. So I believe that. I, f- I fully believe that the fan fiction is good now. Yeah. But the only thing that would make that better is if he was asking about and then all the coworkers are just, like, looking around and, like, I the know. door hinge and they're just all, like, stacked on top of each other. Just, like... I I would have liked more, like, other character dynamics because, like, sure. they mentioned Commander Reyes, who's a different mm-hmm. character in the game. But, like, they have it all set up where, like, Blackwatch used to be... There's a lot of characters from mm-hmm. Blackwatch that are in the game now that, like, could play into that more. Yeah. But that's also, like, the Avenger fanfic in person and yeah. being, like, Ooh. Where are all of them? Uh, yeah. Whereas it's, like, you're just an administrative member. Like, right. You're not a member of yeah. the team or When, anything. like, even the Avengers ones, did it make sense that everyone was in the tower all at once? Yeah. No. But, like, you would write but... it off because you're, like, it's the Avengers. <laughs> They're all, the gang's all here. <laughs> <laughs> But even still, I like in fanfiction when it is an AU, like an office AU or college AU, to see, like, what the author thinks everyone would either be, A, doing in an office situation, or, like, what their major in college would be, because that's just, like, a very creative force that I really like to be, like, what's going on in your brain? Like, it, it just, like, it's a little bit more of a straight shot into, like okay, why do you think this person would be, right. like, the secretary while this person is, like, the CEO or something? Like, yeah. that one um, Ruby fanfiction you read where it was, like, this person is, like, the manager of the... Really that one was really good. That one was just, like, <laughs> that one, like, popped off for, like, kind of no reason. Yeah, and it's, like, these two are, like, the investigative journalism team, and, like, this one's, like, the e- like the right. editor, the manager of the newspaper, and it was just, like, slay, absolutely. I just really enjoy those. I think it's I think it's fun and um something that I probably wouldn't get into just because I I don't know that much and I don't think I'd ever really get into those just aren't my type type of games like the shooting oh yeah that's uh, like I've tried all. to get my dad into it before because mm-hmm. my dad used to play like FPS the same exact kind of thing but even him in his older age now he's like I can't keep up I with can't. it it's like too much I'm yeah, like, yeah all right. I think it is just because I've been playing the game since 2016 that's fair. now they have a roster of like. I want to say over 30 or 40 heroes. Mm-hmm. So then you have to learn all of them. Right. Whereas like I've over the past eight years again, yeah. have been learning everyone very steadily. And I know enough yeah. about everyone. To and even like, I can play this game proficiently. Yeah. Even games. I always just tend to even games that get larger than life in that sense, where there's just so many things like to collect. Right. Something like even I played Genshin Impact for a while, but I dropped it because it was just like 
that there's so many i'm the, okay the thing like, i can't imagine getting even for me getting someone, into genshin impact now even getting caught up yeah like so much has happened yeah. since i stopped playing where i'm like i i would feel overwhelmed games like uh dead by daylight oh yeah i tried playing it last year mm-hmm. and it was my first time playing the, i felt completely overwhelmed yeah. and like i had no idea what i was doing and everyone has strats mm-hmm. and i was treating it like a horror game where other people were like it's an action game and i was like i'm scared shitless michael I, myers is right there I, he's cut me out i don't know what the fuck is going on why is the it's just one of those things that like there's so many abilities there's so many things there's so many items where i'm like i don't know and i it's gonna take forever for me to like learn it where the rest of you have been playing this since 2018 when the game came out and so you have way more experience than me my thing with that is i remember it was on it is on switch and I am just not a fan of playing, like, MMORPGs mm. with, like, other people. Oh. Um, I don't know. It's just, like, no, yeah, it's not sure. my thing. And I was going to get Dead by Daylight as, like, a good multiplayer game. And then I learned that it's only mul- uh, multiplayer, like, not locally. Like, you can't just be sitting on a couch with somebody. Yeah. Like, it has to be over the internet or something. And I was like, well, that's not fun. I want to be sitting with all my friends and all of us, like, trying to escape Jason Voorhees or something. Right. Um. So that was the thing that, like, stopped me from getting the game, because I was like, ah. Well, I have, like, one or two friends that play it, so I was like, oh, maybe I'll try getting into yeah. it. And I already had it on my Steam account, so I was like, well, I'll try it. I played, like, two games, and I was like, I... Yeah. Because there's even, for some reason, so when I was in the Ready fanfic uh, fandom, the It, Stephen King, Richie, and Eddie fanfiction, or fan fandom, there was massive jump for a bunch of people that i followed on twitter from that to like these characters that they shipped on dead by daylight yeah and i still don't know who they are but i knew it was like it would be like tagged dead by daylight or whatever and i was like yeah okay then what the fuck's going on in dead by daylight that we're they, shipping characters now they don't really have any lore it's just like the characters have like their own lore around okay. them because they they have like obviously they've started the game they couldn't use any mm-hmm. ips so they just made their own killers yeah um, and I do like the killer. Like, I genuinely yes. like the ideas that they've had. And they have, like, the K-pop star who went fucking crazy. Uh-huh. Like, that's very funny in my opinion. I think getting a horror movie based mm-hmm. off of that would be hilarious. Right. And then they have, like, the bunny person mm-hmm. that a lot of people were shipping for a long time. So, like, I like I like that. I like mm-hmm. their IP. But it just became, like, oh, we're going to add this, the Demogorgon from Stranger Things. Yeah. Oh, the alien from aliens oh we're gonna add jason uh, jason Voorhees and michael myers right and, like, all these other things and they all have their own abilities and you have to learn how to use those and learn the maps and mm-hmm. learn the, the generators and, blah, blah, blah. and it was like I, i'm good i can't keep up yeah i'm so, like when it does become a lot like that it's almost like um to equate it to like a book series maybe of just like right. this book series like i was i have it's been contemplating like Thrones, where it's just like a lot i've been contemplating reading the cosmere by okay. brandon sanderson oh I see. which is like what I learned, and people who are smarter than me knew this already, is, like, three series of books oh. in one. It's not one series of books. It's, like, Mistborn and the Storm of the Archive, Arclight, and Elantris, and Warbreaker. And it's, like, there's, like, 19 books. And that's not even counting the novellas. And it just feels so intimidating. Well, there are people who have been reading it since 2005. Right. If you catch it at the beginning. Yeah. Or relatively early mm-hmm. on, then it's easier. Whereas, like, afterwards, like, even with World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. there's a lot of lore in that. Like, I believe you. There's 20 years, almost mm-hmm. 20 years of lore involved in that game. It's, it, I would say it has, I don't know. It might have more lore than, like, the Elder Scrolls series. And the Elder Scrolls mm-hmm. series has a lot of yeah. lore. So it's one of those things where it's just like, I've never been invested in it. No one in my family likes mm-hmm. that game. Uh, the 
I only have like two friends who are really into it and even they don't know all of right. the lore. So it's just like one of those things that I play it because it's fun and I like dressing up my character and I like the game mechanics. Mm-hmm. I don't play it for the lore necessarily. Yeah. I learn bits and pieces here and there, but I can't dedicate mm-hmm. a lot of time to it. Whereas like Skyrim, I know a lot about the Skyrim lore. Yeah. And I know a lot about all uh, a bunch of different types of lore, right. but like I've been following those series Mm-hmm. longer i've been playing skyrim since like 2013 yeah so well that's how i feel about when we talked about percy jackson last right. week where it's like i was reading them as they were coming out or like at some point like the titan's curse not the titan's curse the last olympic the last olympian when it came out i think i was in the fifth grade by the time it came out but even still like it was like here's the percy jackson books the right. and the olympians books and then he didn't write any because he did the Kane Chronicles. So I was like, I'm just going to catch up. And these are so cute. And then I was reading the Heroes of Olympus as they came out. But right. even as I'm speaking about them and I'm like, the Heroes of Olympus and the Prince of Jackson and this one and, that one, and, and, and the Magnus uh, Chase series. And it's like, at this point, I can understand someone looking at that and being like, no. <laughs> because no, there is it. just so much. Like the entire world of Percy Jackson is kind of like how I feel about the Brandon Sanderson thing right now. Right. Although I will say, significantly shorter than Brandon Sanderson. One of those books is 1,200 pages long. Jeez. And I'm like, that? Huh? That's a lot. That's a lot. Like, even the the longest Heroes of Limits book, I think, is 500-something pages. I don't think it expands no, after 600. They're, like, they're pretty quick reads. They're like young adult. Yeah, like, they're middle grade, technically. Middle grade. But even like looking at it, be like, so there's these five books, and then these five books, and then these three books, and then these five books... <laughs> And then this standalone, and there's another standalone coming out. I would totally understand how that's, like, overwhelming to somebody. Yeah, I think that's fair. And going back to Overwatch, it's one of those things that, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. For someone that's new and just kind of learning, yeah, I could admit, that's a lot. The unfortunate thing is that their lore is not very well built out. Sure. They've had all of this time to do something about it. And I love their anime. sucks, because you're a lore whore. I love it. I The thing is, is I've read all of the comics. I've watched all of the, the mm-hmm. cutscenes and the shorts. They used to produce, like, two shorts a year. And I would look forward to them. Mm-hmm. One year, I almost bought BlizzCon tickets just to, wow. like, go because I was so dedicated to this game. But it, it's just one of those things that, like, they fumbled the ball yeah. hard. They have not come out with, like, any lore updates mm-hmm. in a really long time. It's really lackluster. They built out this really cool roster of characters, and they all have really interesting backstories. With what? Mm-hmm. To do what with? Yeah. Kind of nothing. So, I don't know. I wish they would take the the route that, like, Riot did, mm-hmm. where they start producing TV shows. Right. Or media that's, con- you know, because now we're being like, hey video games are a valid form of consumption of mm-hmm. media because like it does have story these characters all have stories and now we're just showing you to them same thing with the last of us mm-hmm. you're getting these stories in a format that is more accessible to a lot more people yeah or more people would prefer to watch it in a tv format mm-hmm. than playing a video game however you put it yeah. it's just one of those things where it's like you could be doing so much more yeah which is very unfortunate but this is the this is just the route that you've unfortunately walked down this is the game that you chose in 2018 <laughs> Yeah. And we're here now. Yeah. It is unfortunate for me. You have a hot cowboy now, though. Yeah. Is he really my thing? No, but I do like the nicknames. I know you don't. <laughs> yeah. Your face is flat. 